0: Hey, everybody,
1: welcome back to the Anime Summit newscast. It's your favorite host of the most Sam the Bomb. It is July 9th, 2021. I don't have a lot of non-anime news, I don't, so I'm gonna get through it kind of at a decent decent pace, but I have a shit, ton- <laughs> a shit ton of anime news, there's like a lot of, uh, I think there's like a lot of fall and summer hype in or not summer, but a lot of fall hype and even next year hype in there, so, yeah, dude, let's, um, start off with this, though, um, First, I did not know that about four days ago, Richard Donner passed away, and he was 91. So, I mean, he was old. Um, I think he had been retired for a while now. Um, but he was a big director, big director in the 90s, um, big big movie producer. He had his own company called The Donner's Company. And, uh, yeah, he produced, or he he wrote and directed... Um, the Goonies, or no, he was a director and producer. Not right. He didn't write, but he was a director and producer for The Goonies. All the Lethal Weapon movies, which I love, me and Danny love. Um, Conspiracy Theory, Radio Flyer, Scrooged, Lady Hawk, uh, the 1976 The Omen. Um, yeah, just oh, and Maverick, which is a hilarious movie. Um, and uh, the last film he did was in 2006 which was called Sixteen Blocks, which I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. It's actually pretty sick. Um, With uh, Bruce Willis and Mos Def, and, uh, yeah. Richard Donner, he's he's 91, like I said. Um, He passed away uh, just four days ago, and, yeah, you know, I just... You know, he didn't do a lot. He he did a lot of production or producing of the earlier X-Men films. He did he produced the X-Men Origins Wolverine um which is like one of the last produced 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 uh movies he did um but yeah so yeah this one's for Richard Donner and also this one is for uh dog Meat. uh late June the dog uh who was the inspiration for dog Meat and Fallout 4 which is the dog's name is River uh, the real life dog inspiration behind Fallout Force Dog Meat passed away. And yeah, this one's for Dog Meat and River. Shout out to River and Dog Meat and Richard Donner. Love you guys both. Let's get into it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Treat yourself to a giant Mountain Dew body pillow. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Yeah, I'm clicking the link right now to tell you guys where to go. Store.mountaindew.com, literally on their website. Uh let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, I like these gloves. Mountain Dew gloves. I, um, I, Mountain Dew is not the healthiest, so I'm not gonna fucking encourage you guys to drink it. <laughs> um, I, I even myself can't drink it that often anymore, but once in a while, once every couple months, I like to get one. Um, $100 at the Dew store store.mountaindew.com. It's $100, it's literally four feet tall. Mountain Dew body pillow. I mean, that's legit. Um, <laughs> RoboCop Rogue City announced launches in 2023. This is literally a, a new RoboCop game with its own original story. Um, pretty sweet. Um, I don't know who the dev is. It doesn't say who the dev is. Nacon, Nacon and MGM will handle publisher duties. Development of Rogue City is being handled by Teon, who previously shipped... Terminator Resistance in January 2021. Also released an enhanced PS5 version. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, I mean, I love Robocop as a series, as a character. They kind of messed up on the newer movie. I mean, I, I didn't mind it too much, but it was just... It wasn't that impactful, I think. But, um yeah, Robocop is sick. Grand Theft Auto 6 release date is still a long way off, according to reports. Um... I mean, there's leaks here and there, but official statements say the thing in 2024, 2025 uh, timeframe, which, like, there's, you know, obviously with games like this, you kind of set yourself up to, like, consistently top the last title, you know, and um, with Grand Theft Auto 3, that absolutely topped the previous two titles in terms of, you know, gameplay and camera angles 3d graphics everything right so um they had to top it two more times from there with vice city and san andreas and then yeah i mean it, it just you they had to con- consistently top the previous game and that makes a lot of sense obviously but at what point is it going to get to be like okay well jesus you know like these games take f- 10 15 years at a time to make you know it's just it's just crazy how big they're gonna make the maps and such. Pokemon Go a smartphone game surpasses five billion in lifetime revenue. That means since its launch in July 2016, it has garnered five billion dollars in revenue. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Genshin Impact 2.0 update offers a new island, new characters, and more inspired by Ghibli. Um, for those of you who play Genshin Impact, you probably already know. But yeah, some of the new characters look very cute. I love all the characters in Genshin Impact. I've never played it, but I love following the design of the game and how s- sweet it looks, and yeah, it's pretty fun uh, for a lot of people. I Like I said, I haven't played it. I should try playing it once. Maybe I'll do a little little stream of it. Tribes of Midgard. Earlier this week, uh, people, some uh, behind-the-scenes people got some hands-on with Tribes of Midgard with creative director of uh, Norseville CEO Julian Moroda. Um, he and his team are aiming to mold a new game of a more approachable and cooperative kind of survival game, where people don't have to worry about their backstab by another player. Cooperative survival is a refreshing concept, especially after the past year, where virtually get together with friends to play Among Us or Rust, were wrought with treachery and trolling. Mm. Yeah, this looks pretty cool. Um, it's kind of like a like a Norse setting. There's like some titans, and uh, you play different classes of of warriors, uh, archers, and uh, axemen and stuff. Looks really cool. Uh, Rocket League brings back the Knight Rider car today. So, well, that was yesterday. So, <clears throat> the, the Knight Rider car pack, I guess it happened a little over a year ago and they took it away. And they're bringing it back again. So, if you didn't get it last time, you can get it now. New Lost Judgment gameplay trailer premieres at State of Play. Recently, they had the State of Play and the Yakuza spinoff, Judgment, is getting a sequel titled Lost Judgment uh during the state of play we got a new trailer yes yeah, so check that out if you're interested in that game i think it looks pretty cool could be pretty sick i'm excited for that kind of um i haven't been super into yakuza games really but lost judgment just looks super sweet so mass effect legendary edition mod restores original trilogy miranda butt scenes before you ask yes i do have a folder of mass effect mods solely with the purpose of writing up an effort to keep geeking out with Mass Effect fans in our community, says Leanna Rippert of uh, of Game Informer. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you if you want to, you know, do the butt mods, modding, showing the butts. People like butts. What can I say? The butt shots, the booty, calling over the booty. Talking about butts. EA play the future of FPS showcase talks Battlefield 2042 and the franchise's history. Uh, Battlefield 2042, set in the near future, that challenges players to become something called a non patrioted after a refugee crisis t- overtakes what we know to be everyday life. The multiplayer experience is also going back to what Battlefield has done best in the past, giving players ultimate freedom with map vertically. Uh, ver- ver- vercal- verticality? 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 Is that like versatile? Or what does that mean? Verticality? I don't know what words are 2042 is bringing the series back to its roots now with weaponized tornadoes during the ea play future of fps showcase then you get a closer look so yeah there's some more gameplay up there if you want to check that out on ea play madison challenges you to survive a demonic ritual one photo at a time this is like a horror game called madison and literally the only thing you're armed with is a polaroid camera and watching just some some of the trailer gave me the heebie-jeebies, okay? The Witcher 3 is getting DLC inspired by the Netflix TV series with its PS5 and Xbox Series X update. Also, we did get a trailer to the Season 2 of The Witcher for butt flicks. You should check that out. Uh, apparently, there's a whole convention dedicated to Witcher stuff called WitcherCon, uh, and I think that's where this was revealed. Um, yeah, imagine having a whole con dedicated to your one thing uh resident evil tv series infinite darkness is now available i think i'll be checking that out and doing a review of it we'll see i'll talk to danny and nick i don't know if they're big resident evil fans but yeah disney drops a magical first trailer for encanto encanto which i believe is uh spanish for sing or I sing. um no that's not it what does encanto mean again I'm bad at being a Mexican, you guys. <laughs> but this is not... It's a Colombian. It takes place in Colombia. Um, they, they... I don't know too much what it's about, but... Uh, I have, didn't watch the trailer, actually. I should have. But it's a Walt Disney animated movie, not a Pixar movie, okay? All I know is that there's a big leopard face Johnson. But I, I really like that Disney's really trying to be culturally representative with all their, with, like, the newer films they're doing and stuff, you know, with with uh, Frozen, they did something from, you know, Norway or what it seemed like Norse. Um, you know, Norse uh, culture or, or Norse uh, heritage. And then you have Coco, which is Hispanic. And then uh, what was the one? Uh, Moana, which is uh Samoan which I still haven't seen which I heard is a great film I really like that really cool and now we have this one where it takes place in Colombia which is which is sweet there's so many Colombian Americans here that live in the states super cool uh Marvel's Ultraman comics I heard these are sweet they're on sale now um if anyone needs me to like get better comic news let me know um but apparently they're talking about bringing some big kaiju up in here. And I guess the the, Ultra, the Marvel's Ultraman series, The Trials of Ultraman, is pretty sweet. Um, this is like the third time I've read about it in the past couple weeks or so. Um, but yeah, number four by Kyle Higgins, Matt Groom, Francesco Mana, Espen Grundeteren, and VCs Ariana Maher on sale now. So yeah, Ultraman dude. Um, speaking of Richard Donner, I guess the guy who played Chuck, Jeff Cohen, um, in in speaking out about his death, um, Richard Cohen said that because of that role, he was able to pay for college. And if you don't know, um, Jeff Cohen played Chunk, you know, the, doing the truffle shuffle, the, the kid who did the truffle shuffle. Um, when he was a kid, he very much wanted to be an entertainer and a comedian and have, um, have fun doing that stuff. But, um, I mean, he, he wanted to do so much other, so many other things, obviously. And he went to school to be a lawyer. So now he's, he's like one of the biggest like lawyer, like executive lawyers, uh, you know, around, he went to UCLA, UCLA school of law. Um, and he said that in a recent interview or recent statement talking about Richard Donner's death he said that the Goonies literally paid for literally paid for college i was able to go to college because of it and so richard he said he thanks richard donner for that so pretty cool here's the big piece of the non anime news and i'll give you my opinion on it as well nintendo announces switch's new oled model for october 8th release um it's going to be mark, marked at $350, 349.99 to be exact. It will feature a bigger 7-inch screen from its 6.2-inch screen, I think. A wider stand, so it's not just a little dick, little little dinky clip anymore. It's actually like the whole back that comes off, and you can put it in. The dock will feature direct LAN support, so if you have it docked, um, you know it will it will use the the internet from the Ethernet cable um maintain 720p resolution but it have 4k resolution enabled when when docked um pretty cool the hybrid home and handheld console debuted in 2017 and this is its uh the switch Lite came later and this came uh this is coming obviously four years later so i'm going to be honest with you the, unless you already don't have a switch Or yours, or you sold yours, or yours is just, uh, or yours is broken and you never got it fixed, or what have you. um, That would be the only reason to buy this. If you currently have a working switch, and and you're fine with it, even if it's a switch light, I would I would not upgrade to this. The only reason I would upgrade to this is like I said, yours is broken, you sold it, or you don't you already don't have one. Or you want an OG Switch other than your Switch Lite, that would be a way, that would be reason enough to upgrade to this. I would not get this as a straight upgrade to your already OG Switch. Um, the, the one thing that I don't like, and I know that the con, the Joy Con drift has been addressed before, but they didn't address that with this. Um, so the, I can't tell if that's a good or bad thing. I feel like that's a bad thing. Um, that's something that, that they should have talked about. Like, there's no longer going to be, you know, um, Joy-Con drift. I'd be interested to get my hands on these new OLED Joy-Cons and, and open them and take a look at them. But I know places, websites like iFixit and some other um, uh, technology repair, tech repair um, places are going to, electronics like fix as well, are probably going to do the same. They're probably going to buy one, open it up, take a look at it. And things like that. So hopefully we'll see. Uh, like I said, I just got me an OG Switch, and it's in really nice condition. So I really don't see a reason for me to upgrade to this. Um, it's it's its base color is white. Um, the dock is white, and then the tablet itself is, I think, black, and then the Joy Cons are white. So, and then the buttons are black. So I've, I don't know. I, I, it's, it seems cool. It it would be very cool if they, (laughs) you know what? It would be super cool if they did something like, uh, like they did with the N64s, you know, where it had like the, you had the multicolor, not multicolor, but you had like the clear N64, the the clear green, clear purple, clear blue one. You know what I mean? I would love to get my hand on one of those N64s for sure. Um, but again, we also have reshelling websites that sell reshell, um, parts so you can reshell your own stuff. Um, if you aren't too intimidated to do that, I can definitely walk you through it if you'd like. Um, if you want to hit me up on Discord, I can I can absolutely walk you through it. Or if you want to work something out, send it to me and ship it to me, and I'll do I can do it for you. Whatever you want. But yeah, pretty cool. I think it's cool regardless. Um, I really do like the idea of the wired LAN port in the dock. So for those of you who mostly play on. You know, play with a dock. To, like, you play it on the TV most of the time. I think that's great. Um, you know, I, to if you have a router downstairs and you want to plug it right into that router. Booyah. You know? Um, I think that's really great. Bigger screen, obviously, is always a plus. Um, but I really, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, when we were talking about the Switch Pro however many months ago and, like, leaks about the Switch Pro and blah, blah, blah. I honestly thought there was going to be more upgrades to it. Um, other than just what I've read to you. So I don't know. We'll see. You know, um, I, I, I am a little disappointed. So like I said, I feel like if you already don't have a Switch and you want one, then go ahead and buy this new one. And I, But I wouldn't upgrade it if you already have a working one that you're fine with. Honestly, I think what you have is fine compared to you know what what you're getting here so anyway that's all the non-anime news I have I'm going to take a small break right here and come back with the anime news linksanime Net. you can find everything right here um on this page where to listen where to subscribe um follow wherever so the YouTube is just where I put the like the I make a YouTube version of each episode and put it on YouTube. That's just for people who listen to podcasts and things on YouTube. You know what I mean? So, um, but for those of you who are also subscribed to the YouTube and uh, on the RSS feed, you should also subscribe to Anime Summit Extra. I'm hoping to do more stuff back on Anime Summit Extra like we used to. Um, Put some more things on there. You know, me and Danny and Cuoco were putting uh, vlogs and gameplay videos up there and stuff like that. I'm hoping to do that again soon. Put some more stuff up there. Obviously, if you go to patreon.com slash anime summit and become a patron, you would get that stuff before anyone else or just get it to yourself entirely. So, um, for those of you who are current patrons, um, the recent vlogs that you have seen, um, such as like my Sendigo videos and things like that, they're on Anime Summit Extra and there that's where the links are coming from. So if you're not subbed to Anime Summit Extra already, please do, um, it's just for funsies, you know what I mean? You can you can just uh, do it up, be a lurker, whatever. So let's get into the anime news, shall we? Um, Oh, wait, one more thing, dude. If you're listening to this right now, that means it's Saturday, right? So tonight at... uh, Wait a second. I want to make sure I say the right fucking time. <laughs> oh, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so 7 p.m. my time. But just 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time... Uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, I'm doing another Gunplus stream. And I'm doing a giveaway. I'm giving away the Mecha Warehouse gift card. So if you listen to the last AOQ episode that went up, it was me talking with Nick from Mecha Warehouse. Mecha Warehouse is one of the new, upcoming, and starting to become leading uh, online retailers for Gunpla and Gunplus supplies and uh, hobby supplies and such. So um, I'm building another... I was, I was hanging out with Nick and talking to him about getting back into gunpla, how I did a stream and built a Zaku and stuff. And then I had said, Oh yeah, you know what? I'm going to do Nick. I am going to buy a Mecha warehouse gift card and do it in a giveaway on a stream. And he was like, you know what? I'll throw in another one. So I have two of them. I literally have two gift card codes or yeah, gift codes for 20 worth $25 to use on Mecha warehouse. So if you want to get back into gunpla, watch the stream Okay, get back in the with me. Um, there's a lot of high-grade kits on there that are 18 to $24. You know, you could get one of those. Or if you're already a seasoned builder and you want to put a dent in that perfect grade or master grade kit, boom. You know what I mean? Grab one of them. Um, you know, or if you need some hobby, if you're already a seasoned builder and you need some more hobby supplies, you need Tamiya paints, you need Mr. Hobby stuff, uh, God Hand Nippers, something like that boom, use a gift card on Mecha Warehouse. They got decals, Delby decals, everything. So, and it's not just Gundam stuff too. Like he's also got like the latest anime stuff. So like he's got the juggernauts from 86 on there. He's got frame arms girls. He had the real grade Ava uh, models on there. And I think he's got some left. They just restocked um, some more like classic fucking Gundam high grades that were the newer high grade ones. So like Nobel Gundam, shining Gundam from G Gundam, Sandrock, Gundam Sandrock, and, um, the RX-79 from 8th MS Team. Classic. If you've never seen 8th, 8th MS Team, it's great. But, yeah, I'm giving away two $25 gift cards. They're free. It's free money, basically, from Echo Warehouse. So, just come through. All right, let's fucking do it. Um, My Hero Academia, Chainsaw Man 3, more manga rank on New York Times' July bestseller list. Um... My Hero, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, and Spy X Family. All on New York Times bestseller. The 33rd volume of Hajime Isayama's Attack on Titan manga ranked number 5 in June. And that's pretty cool. So yeah. Mango Chutney. And this is why that's important. Because this next piece, Crunchyroll Market Research, only 6%. Only 6% of Gen Z age group don't know what anime is that means 94% know what anime is whether they're fans of it or not they know what it is and you know what that's fucking great news because the more people who are in anime the better i think you know what i mean i think that's great that's fucking cool so booyah the great jahi will not be defeated anime promo videos opening song this will be premiering this summer Um, the manga has been running in Square Enix's has Joker magazine, and Square Enix published a sixth volume in April 2020. Um, the great Jahi, the Dark Realm's second-in-command, cuts a frightening future, feared and revered by all, but when a run-in with a magical girl results in the destruction of the precious mana, Crystal, the Dark Realm falls, transporting the newly tiny and powerless Jahi to the human world. Unfortunately, plotting the revival of the Dark Realm from a cramped, crumbling one-room apartment... Is no easy feat when you have to pay rent and a job to keep. So, yeah, it's like a reverse isekai. We talked about this one probably like two months ago, I think. But, yeah, it's like a reverse isekai, which is pretty cool. I think that's really cute. And the, the main character, I think the great Jahi is the main character. Um, She looks really adorable, so. Love of Kill anime staff reveals visuals 2022 premiere. The official website for the television anime of Phase Love of Kill, Koroshi Ai. Manga revealed the anime staff visuals and 2022 premiere. Looks really cool. There's not really much to, to say, but it's about some hitmen. She's a professional hitman, and he is also a professional hitman. And she's his target. Caught in a deadly game of cat and mouse, will she fall first or will he? And by fall, I mean fall in love. Or fall because you got cat. We'll see. Who knows? Um. Okay, we're going to put that towards the end. Because I got to look. the The pieces I got at the end here are huge okay so i want to talk about them gonzo announces samurai crypto's nft blockchain project okay we're just going to close that because i don't want to fucking talk about nfts i think nfts are trash honestly um after doing about two and a half weeks worth of research on nfts i realized that they're actually trash so no offense to anyone any one of my listeners who are into nfts good for you that's awesome um i just personally think they suck okay sorry Tangent. Spriggan anime series, second teaser reveals 2022. Delay more staff. It's been delayed now till 2022. It was previously slated to debut th- this year on Netflix. Um, but they've added more staff members, and now it's only till 2022. Um, it's kind of a CG anime uh, based on a manga from uh, eight, 1989 uh, by Minagawa. Viz uh, Media. Yeah, I. It's David Production. I I kind of hate that it's CG, um, but we'll see. I do like Spriggan a lot, so I might like it. I don't know. Who knows? Kyoto Animation unveils two animated commercials. I do. I guess Kyoani is killing it. I have not started Dragon Maid S yet, but I love Dragon. You know, I love my Dragon Maid, and I heard it was amazing. And then Kyoani is just kind of grinding, man. Like we kind of after their incident, um, which is almost about two, two, three years ago now. Right? Hold on a second hold on a second, was it 2018, no, 2019, sorry, two years ago, next week, next week, it'll be two years ago, next weekend, actually, it'll be two years ago, they, remember how they kind of like, literally like three or four months later, they came back and started grinding, and it's like, man, you know, and they had an, I know they had a whole nother studio, but it's just like, that was so devastating and they just were like we're we're good we're going ready to get back to work and i'm like how like (laughs) i just like they're monsters man they're they're crazy but they're they're great i'm glad they're doing good um but they did some they did some commercials um storyboarded the imagination commercial um by haruki sakamoto tamami Tokuyama was a character designer and animation director Um, I'm not sure what these commercials are for. Um, Imagination, I guess. I don't know if that's for something. But um, Meiji Edition Vision commercial. Uh, Yeah, but that's cool. I'm glad Kiyomi is back at work and doing cool stuff. G-Kids licenses Hayao Miyazaki's Future Boy Conan anime. G-Kids announced on Thursday that it has licensed Hayao Miyazaki and Nippon Animation's Future Boy Conan anime, and it will release it in North America with a new 4K restoration and English dub, this will be the series' first release in North America. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm, we should watch that. May do a review of it. Gundam Hathaway film sells over 90,000 Blu-ray discs just in the theater. Anime film has sold more than 90,000 Blu-ray discs just in theaters as of last Monday, less than a month since it opened on June 11th. Theaters sold 52,989 copies of the limited edition and 37,694 copies of the standard edition. In less than a month, the films, the new film's Blu-ray disc sales are approaching the previous Gundam film, Suit Gundam NT's, cumulative Blu-ray disc sales of 94,000 copies. It's like 94,648 copies, to be exact. So yeah, I heard Gundam Hathaway was sick. Um, Hathaway's Flash. I definitely want to check this out and do a review of it. Um, I'm working on that with some guests involved, hopefully, so we'll see. Tokyo's fourth COVID-19 state of emergency to start on Monday. See, I'm telling you, this is why it, literally literally 80% of Japan is against holding the Olympics. And I think they said that now, now that the Olympic events in Saitama will bar spectators, and the Olympic events um, within Tokyo will also bar spectators. So it won't even have spectators and stuff. Hokkaido's venues will allow spectators, but will cap their events attendance at 10,000 or 50% or below capacity, whichever is lower. (sighs) I just, I don't know. I'm not with that. I'm not with big events like this still, you guys. I, I know it's, I know people are getting vaccinated, but it's like not everyone. Like, literally not everyone is getting vaccinated. And the fact that they're doing another state of emergency to start on Monday with the Olympics coming up is like, that should be alone to just not. should just not have them but i don't know that's just me i just don't trust i don't trust it you know what i mean i don't trust i don't trust the rona and i don't trust other people you know what i mean that's no offense i'm just saying i just i don't know uh baki hanma anime premieres on netflix this fall to mark franchise's 30th anniversary this year's 32nd issue of akita shoten's weekly shonen champion announced on thursday that the netflix will premiere tms entertainment's baki hanma anime worldwide this fall and it's coming on butt flicks. there you go danny and nick mother of the goddesses dormitory anime unveils visual and more staff this is going to premiere this summer the anime pre- will premiere on tokyo mx kbs kyoto sun tv the story centers on 12 year old boy koshi this is the one of the harem with the 12 year old kid 12 uh, year old boy koshi nagamo who finds himself homeless penniless and without relatives to care for him as he lies on the street he gets picked up to become the dorm mother of a dormitory full of troubled women's university students. Yeah, that'll be funny. We'll see how that turns out. Uh Nighthead 2041 anime video is muke's ending song. Yeah, this fucking shit looks cool, man. Nighthead 2041. It kinda looks like a CG anime though from like some of these visuals. I think it is. I haven't seen the trailer. I don't want to press play on it because it's gonna come through on the the thing. But it, there was a live-action show, and it's, it's, the new anime is getting a manga novel, apparently. But it centers on two psychic brothers, Nauta and Naoya, who are on the run because they are persecuted by the world. The new anime introduces a new pair of brothers, Takuya and Yuya, who are part of the National Security Force and are tracking down the Kirihara brothers, which is Nauta and Naoya. Okay. I mean, it looks super cool. Like, I like the design and everything. Uh, Studio Trigger animates trailer from Metallic Child Game... Uh, publisher Crest began on a promotional video animated by Studio Trigger. Um, the studio HG's roguelite action game Metallic Child. Uh, yeah, dude, it was cool. Like the trailer was super cool. I'm not sure what the game is about too much, but that is exciting. That's really cool. So yeah, dude. Um speaking of Studio Trigger, they're one of the studios that are doing some of the two of the shorts for Star Wars Visions anime. Remember we talked about there was gonna be a Star Wars anime like a couple months ago. This is it. It's called Star Wars Visions. And it's gonna be an anthology series. Um The Duel, I'm gonna I'm gonna name all of them right now. Okay, here they are. We got a little trailer teaser where it was kind of like a behind-the-scenes look where they kind of interviewed some of the directors and some of the other producers and stuff. Um The Duel by Kamikaze Doga, directed by takanobu Mizuno. Um character designer is Takashi Okazaki um let's let's see lop and ocho by gino studio directed by yuki igarashi um who's a jujutsu kaisen animation director igarashi is is wild igarashi is wild dude igarashi is fucking crazy Tatooine rhapsody by studio Colorado. um this is like a rock opera and it's It's got Boba Fett and uh, Pizza the Hut in it. The Twins by Studio Trigger. Um, It's about these twins of the dark side and how far a brother will go to save a sister. Um, This is by Imaishi. The Elder by Studio Trigger. Um, This is about a master and their Padawan. uh, Directed by Masahiko Otsuka. uh, Premier unit director, Gurren Lagan, assistant director. The Village Bride by Kinema Citrus, featuring the traditional Japanese culture of mountains. Directed by Hitoshi Haga. They did A Maiden Abyss and Sin in the Rain. Um, uh, Akakiri by Science Saru, Studio Science Saru. About a Jedi and a Princess, but not the ones we have known. So it's a different different uh, Jedi and a Princess. Directed by In Young Choi. Um, TOB1 by Studio Science Saru. Uh, it's about a droid. Inspired by the works of Osamu Tezuka. Directed by Abel Gangora. They did Garo the Animation Super Shiro uh, as the animation director. And character designer by Takafumi Hori. The Ninth Jedi by Production IG. About a Jedi who who needs to come back, reunite, and restore the galaxy. Directed by Kinji Kamiyama. Yeah, that is crazy. And uh, I think one thing that studio producers said at Disney, they said that all of the directors and studios we talked to were they, it was not a prerequisite for them to be fans of star wars they just already were so they hopped on it like right away so i can only assume that when you're a fan of something and finally get to do a work of it or something it's going to be pretty cool so we will see um who turns out how that turns out Shangri-La Frontier Manga Streams anime promotional video which is super sick because I think a lot of people have been begging for this to get an anime and it's got a little promotional video that isn't this little anime commercial pretty, pretty much um, I've been told to read this by Nox and Nox has never steered me wrong so I'm about to cop I'm going to read that scene I'm catching up on Undead Unluck right now which is fucking wild by the way if you've never read Undead Unluck it's one of it's one of the ones coming out of Jump right now super wild Vinland Saga anime gets second season. We got a little key visual and a little teaser for it. Super cool, super excited for this. Um, That's going to introduce a new character who's like a, a older brown-haired dude. And then fucking Torfin is all fucked up and shit. It's crazy. Right Stuff confirms Interspecies Reviewers' release will be completely uncensored. Right Stuff confirmed with Anne. Anime News Network on Tuesday that it will release the Inner Species Reviewers anime completely uncensored. The company will release the show in a Steelbook Blu-ray case set featuring episodes 1 through 12 in an art booklet. The release will include a clean opening and ending, promotional videos, U.S. release trailers, and the original next episode previews. The company will release the anime on December 7th. So there, there you go. If you want to watch the porn, watch the porn. Done. Drugstore in Another World anime's character video previews Mina. Um When did the show When when is the show coming out? Didn't the show already come out? Isn't that uh, Crunchyroll will stream the anime as it airs in Japan? Is this summer? I'm pretty sure this is summer, yo. Drugstore in another world. Hold on, let me look it up just so I give you the the right uh, the right... Oh, next week. This is summer. Yeah. This is... Oh, no. It already premiered just this past week. The first episode is this past week. So, yeah. There you go. Summer. Summer hype. Live-action Tokyo Avengers films. New character video highlights Tokyo Gang. Yeah. There are people who have already gotten behind-the-scenes screenings of this. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited that this is getting closer to when I can get a chance to watch it. Uh, Masaki no Mayoiga anime film trailer reveals more cast and theme song. Uh, the story centers around a traditional Japanese house named Ayoga, uh named after the folklore, from where one can see the sea and feel the touch of warmth and nostalgia. Here, a 17-year-old girl named Yui who is trying to find her place in the world begins a new life with people completely unrelated to her. Uh, so, yeah, look out for that. When will Ayumu make his move? July 22, 2022 debut, so next summer. Um, this is about some guy who's a wuss or something. You like my summary, dude? I can't find the summary for it. When will Ayumu make his move? It's about some guy who's a fucking yutz. But no, JK. I think it's actually I think it's actually about more than that. Ayumu Tanaka, a first-year high school student, and Urushi Yatomi, a second-year student, are members of the Shogi Club. Ayumu vows to confess his feelings to Urushi, his senpai, after he manages to defeat her in a game of Shogi. But he is a beginner at the game, and Urushi always beats him. Meanwhile, Urushi keeps trying to get Ayuma to admit that he likes her, but Ayumu never allows his poker face to slip. So yeah, it's like a romance centers around Shogi. Words bubble up like soda pop film coming out, previews Never Young Beach's theme song. Uh, the Boy Meets Girl story depicts how words and music bridge the gap between Cherry, a boy who is terrible at communicating, and Smile, a girl who hides behind a mask. Uh, they meet in a mundane suburban shopping mall in a provincial city. Um, but yeah, they're talking, it's, it's supposed to be, I really like the way this looks. If you just watch the trailer for it, it's called Words, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. Yeah, watch the trailer for it, dude. It it looks super cool and it looks super cute. Uh, Sakugan sci-fi anime, new video confirms October debut, so we got some fall hype for you. The distant future, long after the Western calendar is no longer used, humans lived shoulder to shoulder cramped in the labyrinth, in underground world deep below the surface. There are many colonies where people live in the underground labyrinth. The place is known for extreme high temperatures, but also for loads of gold, silver, and other riches. In one of the colonies named Pinin, a curious nine-year-old girl named Memempu and her father, Gangabur, board a two-person worker robot and mine for ore. They eke a living as the lowest of the lowest worker occupations. Um, but Yeah they encounter a giant creature and some hell breaks loose and it looks pretty good. I'm excited for that one. Actually, um, anime cells enter the NFT marketplace. This really sucks because me, cause Kai for the Kai clearance suite, for those of you know, Kai clearance suite, he has been, uh, buying more anime cells to decorate his, uh, uh, place of residence with. And it looks fucking amazing. All the stuff he has, he's got some sailor moon cells and other things. And I hope that this doesn't make cells go up in price. I'm I don't know I don't know anything about how that market is. you know, it's not like Pokemon cards or things like that I know about. I, I don't know anything about the sell market really. All I know is that if it's like a you know if it's like a decent shot of a character that it the more pricey it gets, right? That's all I know. Um, the fact that it's entering the NFT market though, I wonder how that's gonna affect the price of actual cells. If it makes them go higher, it's just going to make me hate NFTs more. But for those of you who do collect NFTs and like anime cells, there you go. The Ultraman anime gets DVD released in September. This is the anime that ran from 79 to 1980. Um, it was the first animated show in the Ultraman franchise. Um, it's called The Ultraman anime. Um, but yeah, I guess we're finally getting that in September, so that's really cool. Retro Crush adds 80 AD Police, Gravitation, Gravitation lyrics of love, and Karate Master. On July 23rd, uh, I've never seen Karate Master. I think it's from like the 70s, isn't it? It's like by TMS Entertainment, I think. But yeah, it's it's old. I should give it a watch. Sword Art Online progressive anime film reveals new poster. October 30th opening. This is the new film Aria of a Starless Night, past and future, which ad- adapts. Um, some of the in-between Aincrad moments um, based on Reiki Kawahara's Sorta Online Progressive Light Novel series as a revised retelling of Kawahara's original sorta Online novels. Um, so yeah, it depicts Kirito's journey th- going through Ironcrad. So we'll see him in his first outfit. We'll see um, we'll see Asuna in her first outfit with the red vest and such. So yeah. Skate the Infinity Anime gets new anime project in two-stage plays... Not that we ever see those stage plays, because we live in, uh, you know, not in Japan. But, yeah, Skate the Infinity is getting a new anime project, so that's cool. Um, if you've never seen Skate the Infinity, it was it came out last season. It was, it was great. Um, Digimon Adventure Anime reveals new ending theme song video for show's final stage. Tony Animation began streaming a video for the new ending theme song for Digimon Adventure Anime on Sunday. The show's official website had revealed on June 24th that the Global Voice Group... A T S would be performing the new ending theme, Dreamers, starting with episode 55, which premiered on Saturday. The official website stated the new theme song is premiering as the anime enters its final stage. Yeah, I'm super behind on this. I'm only, like, on episode 10, so I got to get caught up on this after we do summer first impressions, I think. Um, I'm going to get back into, like, Hunter Hunter and, and shit. So, yeah. Very excited to get back into Digimon, and I also want to finish Digimon Adventure tri also as well, so booyah Here are the big pieces. Okay, here we go. Woo! Anime studio Ufotable, Hikaru Kondo. Yeah, like a couple years ago, they got investigated for like tax fraud. He has now been formally indicted with evading 137 million yen in taxes. Uh, that's about 1.24 million dollars in in American U.S. dollars. So yeah. That's. Come on, man. What are you doing? Um, here's, here's some shit about Mappa. Mappa's new studio annex will improve the workplace environment. So they say. Photos of Mappa's new studio annex building were publicly released on Architecture Media site Architecture Photo. On Monday, according to the architects, the desk materials in the open space of the lounge were designed with the intention to improve the workplace environment. The lack of skilled animators has been worsening lately, the notes explain. One of the various causes is because skilled people in the anime and games industries have instead been going to China, which is in a good economic position. In order to secure the skilled talent, the workplace environment has to improve. To that end, we focused on using wood with the warmth for desks and creating an open space lounge where people can refresh themselves. In the future, we are thinking of gathering all the annex studios for this production company into one big site along with the chuo line we will create an animators village brimming with nature and establish it alongside a shop and cafe that fans can also visit the building was designed by key operation incorporated and its ceo akira koyama yeah but that has nothing to do with pay rates which if you've been paying attention recently animators and other staff at MAPPA have been coming out on Twitter and saying, this is how much we've been getting paid and it's garbage. Um, here we go. This article right here. MAPPA comments on animator pay rates in statement. MAPPA released a statement on Wednesday afternoon to address recent discussions about one of the company's as yet unannounced productions saying that information has been shared and discuss in ways that invite misunderstanding. So basically they're saying, whoa, hold on, you're misunderstanding the whole thing. Hold on. Already trying to like spin it, it seems like. Mappa claimed that it has never offered unreasonable compensation to creators, quote unquote, a term used in this context to refer to the anime's creative staff, including animators, but offered rates that are fair relative to the budget of the project, whether in current or past projects, It also claimed that it has never forced or coerced creators to work. Animator Ipe Ichi asserted earlier this month that MAPPA was offering severely low rates for animators in the company working on a Netflix anime. With a MAPPA producer supposedly offering 3,800 yen, which is about $34, uh, $34 per cut, Ichi laid the blame on Netflix for such low rates saying that for all the exorbitant amount of capital of Netflix, it's a problem that they have started to place orders with such low rates. There is a possibility that the prices are even lower than a TV series. Ichi noted that the unit price per cut for television animation tends to be at 3,800 at the lowest to 7,000 yen at the highest. 7,000 yen is about $64, $65. 60, uh, like 66 or $67 a cut. However, MAPPA said in its statement on Wednesday that the anime was not a project ordered by a major platform, but the latest work in an existing TV series, and one which it was already planning. Planning, MAPPA offered the upcoming anime for distribution to a major platform, with the production being after the sale price and the budget of the show was finalized. So basically MAPPA is saying, these complaints are about a series that we offered to a major platform, And once we finalize the budget, that's how much we're going to know what to pay each animator. So they're saying that we don't have all the details yet, so how do you know how much you're getting paid is what MAPPA is basically saying. In May, a freelance animator tweeted that they left MAPPA due to factory-like conditions. They criticized MAPPA's decision to work on four shows at the same time instead of properly training its team so that such corrections wouldn't be necessary. And said, as far as I can tell... About 80% of the employees had similar complaints at the time. Images of Mappa's new studio annex, which we just talked about, building were publicly released on the architecture media site architecture photo on Monday. According to the architects, the desk materials in the open space of the lounge were designed with the intention to improve workplace environment. The Chainsaw Main anime is currently being produced in the new building. Yeah. I... I... You the new building and everything and trying to improve workplace environment and stuff is great. And I hope that that addresses the, the freelance animators tweet about it being like factory like conditions or whatever. Um, but you know what? Here's the thing. I'm just inclined to believe the creators and their complaints because I would rather be wrong siding with the creator than being wrong siding with the corporation or studio, the studio Mappa in this case. Okay. I don't have any reason to believe that these animators and these freelance animators would lie about stuff like this. Okay. Artists that do freelance work like me constantly get screwed. Okay. We constantly get our shit stolen for t-shirts. We constantly get our artwork reposted elsewhere without credit. And it's pretty frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, just just this last year, you know, I, I had done a lot of work for for some people and they said, yeah, let's, let's get you paid. Let's do this. And I didn't get paid. Um, I ended up not sending them any files, of course. I didn't give them anything to work with. But it still sucks. It sucks thinking like, oh, sweet. Now I'm going to be able to get groceries this weekend and then them not coming through on all the work you did. It's... This is $34 per cut. Do you understand what a cut is? One episode? Like, let's Google this right now. How many cuts does... Or actually, let's do this. How many animation cuts does an episode of anime have? Cuts refer to a single shot of the camera, and an average TV anime episode will usually contain around 300 cuts think about that okay not every if this it's not all just one person okay it's like it's like it's it's a it's a a number of people it's like five to ten people working on on different cuts of the show okay and if you think about that 300 divided by 34 bucks that means hold on a second I mean, you'd have to do, (laughs) you'd have to do, I mean, if one cut takes you an hour, that's 34 bucks an hour, right? But normally an animator or something is getting asked to do 10 to 20 at a time, right? I mean... It, sometimes, depending on the shot, it takes longer, you know? I I would imagine. And I don't know. It's just, for the amount of work that MAPPA is demanding, like if you've seen some of MAPPA's work lately in Jujutsu Kaisen and the the trailer for Chainsaw Man alone, like, it probably has way more cuts than that. It, and it's just wild to me. It's, it's kind of scary to think about. What Mappa may be demanding of these people for only thirty-four dollars a cut. So, I don't know. It's just something to think about when you think about artists and how creatives are treated, uh, even in Japan. You know, it's, it's bad in America. It's bad in Japan. It's bad in Canada. It's bad everywhere. You know, um, and it's just, I just something to think about when you, when you're retweeting someone's uh, artwork, or whatever. Think about it. You know what I'm saying? if you're reposting it on your website to show people or on your, your Tumblr or Facebook or whatever on your meme page or art page that you made on Facebook or Twitter or something, you make sure you're crediting the person, making sure that you're bringing them business, you know, cause that's some of these people like obviously me, I'm, I get another, I'm trying to get other jobs and stuff. I have the podcast. I do freelance work or whatever, but you know, that's if you're taking away that business for me and just reposting my stuff, on dude you know i don't know just something to think about okay that being said that's all i have thank you for listening every week i love you guys so much um i really appreciate um all you guys listening for four years last weekend it was four years of anime summit or no, four four years six years of anime summit i appreciate it so much i love you guys so much so um yo come to my live stream tonight come to my live stream tonight okay we're mecca warehouse 25 dollar gift card to mecca warehouse come through okay build some gunplay with me hang out ask questions ask me some questions if you want to hang out with everyone else it'll be a fun time okay thank you so much i love you uh that being said i'm sam and this has been the anime summit newscast